Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors and over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. It's about time. Yep, the Democrats made it official. The resolution is out there. They plan to vote on it Thursday. They plan to continue with impeachment proceedings, and it will be public and fun for everybody. This is something they wanted to do for almost exactly three years. Actually, it'll be three years next week. They've wanted to impeach Donald Trump because they don't like him. They don't like that he's not one of them and wasn't a regular at the bipartisan cocktail parties attended by all the swamp creatures but mostly because it was Hillary's turn to be president and there was no way they were ever going to stand for the American people picking Donald Trump over her. And they hate the Electoral College, so they don't even think that uh, Donald Trump won. Hillary got more votes. So now it is on to impeachment, and it's all a waste of everybody's time, and it'll mean more votes for Donald Trump next time. Now, right now, Elizabeth Warren is the front runner, and she's a lunatic. Trump won't be impeached, and the Democrats could end up running this lunatic who just last week said that when she becomes president, she'll exceed the stupidity that was put into law by Barack Obama, which made it mandatory for schools to allow boys to use the girls' bathroom and locker room. She calls it the Safe Schools Improvement Act. Now imagine the first debate. She's going to try to defend this insanity in front of voters who will be, unlike now, actually paying attention. The politicians and the media tend to get carried away with their own importance, and they think that the average person is actually paying attention to everything that comes out of Washington every day. Most people don't know that Elizabeth Warren is a lunatic yet, and after Donald Trump survives impeachment and people realize how well the economy is going and how insane the Democrats' ideas are, he's going to win in a landslide. You can bet on it. And when we come back, we're going to do some sports Big news from the NCAA today. Big news. Players can be paid, sort of. We'll tell you about that, and we'll talk to a guy about that. He's been covering college sports for a long, long time. Stick around. That's all coming up right here on AM 1250, The Answer, The John Steigerwald Show. Don't be at a disadvantage when it comes to your Medicare coverage. Open enrollment ends December 7th, and you have some important decisions to make today. This is John Stagerwald. Medicare is confusing. Todd Marley and the experts at Marley Financial know you have questions, and they have the answers you're looking for. Before you lock in for another year, are you sure you're getting the best coverage possible? Visit MarleyFG.com and find out for yourself. Do you hold Pat for another year? Has your Advantage plan changed terms on you? What premiums are going up next year, and how much? Should you switch your Part D prescription plan or drop it all together. Don't go it alone. Let Marley Financial steer you to a comprehensive solution that lets you access any hospital or doctor you want. A plan that focuses not just on cost, but quality, with lower deductibles and co-pays that are little to none. Why get stuck paying thousands in out-of-pocket expenses? Call 724-884-1496 today. 724-884-1496 or visit them at MarleyFG.com. That's MarleyFG. You started your business with nothing but a great big idea. They told you it couldn't be done, but that just made you work harder to prove them wrong. Now look at you, ready to take on the world. Speed Pro Pittsburgh South gets where you're coming from. When they said they wanted to create great big graphics for great big ideas like yours in less time than anyone else, they were told it couldn't be done. Speed Pro Pittsburgh South just smiled and said, Oh yeah? Watch us. When you need a large format printing partner who can provide high quality visual graphics in stunning detail, from trade show displays to outdoor signs, 3M brand vehicle wrap for your fleet, to window graphics, banners, and decals, Speed Pro Pittsburgh South can handle most jobs in two days or less and can roll with last minute change ups without breaking a sweat. Who says it can't be done? For a free quote, visit speedpropghsouth.com. Like the rest of us, you're probably tired of all those annoying sales calls to your home telephone number. Now, there's a solution. Ouroldnumber.com will block those pesky robocalls from getting through. And most live sales calls will hang up. So how does it work? 
Callers to your home telephone number will hear a personalized greeting from you. The caller selects the family member they wish to reach, and the call is immediately forwarded onto the family member's cell phone. There's no equipment to buy. There's nothing to install. No long-term contracts. It's still your phone number and remains in directory assistance. The service is only $9.99 per month, and you can eliminate your landline connection and save money. Now, calls to your home phone number can reach any member of the family wherever they are and get rid of those annoying sales calls. OurOldNumber.com. It's just $9.99 per month. Go to OurOldNumber.com to learn how you can get started blocking sales calls today. That's OurOldNumber.com. OurOldNumber.com. You'll be glad you did. At the Original Mattress Factory, we don't chase trends. We focus on one thing, quality. We only use the highest quality materials to build our mattresses and box springs, and we put all of our products through the ringer, testing new designs and materials at our test center in Cleveland, Ohio. If a new feature or technology doesn't offer a true benefit, we don't put it in our products. At the Original Mattress Factory, our focus is on what makes a great mattress, not a great markup. Visit OriginalMattress.com to learn more. At the Original Mattress Factory, our mattresses and box springs aren't just American-made, they're hometown-made. Our products are hand-built one at a time in local factories, using only the highest quality materials. And each of our employees is also an owner. So when you purchase from the Original Mattress Factory, you're not only getting a quality mattress at a factory direct price, you're also supporting your local economy. Visit an Original Mattress Factory location near you to see what Hometown Made is all about. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. So how about some sports? And we're not going to talk about the Steelers' win last night. I mean, not much left to say about that. A win is a win is a win, even when you have to come back to beat the worst team in the league. No, we are going to talk about some big news from the NCAA. Players are about to be paid. That's right. Mike DeCourcy covers college sports for SportingNews.com. He's a Pittsburgh guy, by the way, and he joins us now. Mike, thanks for being here. Oh, I'm glad to do it, John. Great to talk to you. So the... uh, I'm looking at this uh, story that just it just happened a little while ago, um, and I'm looking at the um, the story from the Associated Press, and it says the NCAA's Board of Governors voted unanimously Tuesday to permit college athletes the opportunity to benefit from the use of their names, images, and likenesses, quote, in a manner consistent with the collegiate model. That was the announcement, and then. We must embrace change to provide the best possible experience for college athletes. That's according to the board chairman, Michael V. Drake. He's the president of Ohio State University. So um, is this uh, typical NCAA BS, or, or is this what, what are we looking at here? Well, I think you're looking at, so, at, at what is the first step in, in an interesting process, a fascinating process, really, because uh, it's still if you read through the... Uh, through the story or the release from the NCAA, there still are a lot of uh, items to be worked out, and some of the and some of the items that won't that that they don't appear willing to budge on. For instance, uh, this is something that we had talked about, I think, when we spoke last about this issue: the idea that uh, that college athletics could become a matter of okay, so I'm. The I'm the I'm a car dealer who went to State U, and I love my team, and I want to get the star quarterback, so I'm willing to offer a uh, uh, a endorsement package to the star quarterback to come to my to my school, and then the the car dealer who went to State Texas, yeah, but I'll offer more. I mean, they made it pretty clear in this release that they're not going to allow that. That that's not that that that, that name, image, likeness. Uh, inducements relative to the recruiting process will not be permitted. So that they, I was wondering, how would they get around that? And they just flat out said, you know, we we're going to go into this area, but we're not going into that area. And they were very emphatic as well about this doesn't mean these guys are pros. We're not getting in. The, the, and, and perhaps even more important, that doesn't mean these uh, these young men and women are employees they definitely don't want to get into that so uh, even though name image and likeness will allow athletes to in a sense professionalize they will not be professional athletes relative to uh, to their participation in college sports they will not be employees 
uh, of the colleges. So uh, there are some elements like that, and so the, all of that has to be worked out through the NCAA legislative process, which usually takes about a year, and we're pretty close to the beginning of the academic year, so I wouldn't be surprised if by the springtime they have a framework in place uh, to address this idea and allow athletes perhaps in the 2020-2021 season uh, to to be participants in this. So so you're not going to be able to entice someone to go to a school with the – market size that you have or the media um, access that a, a, a kid would have, say, playing for UCLA instead of Duke, you know, where they're going to be in a gigantic TV market. Uh, they're not no. going to allow that. They're, well, they're gonna, I mean, they I say think, they're not going to allow some, there's, there's, Remember, it, it, you would be in a gigantic TV market at UCLA, but you also might not be uh, in a, as a sports-oriented a TV market. So... I mean, like, for instance, Zion Williamson a year ago, because he played at Duke, which is on ESPN virtually, well, now that they, ESPN owes the ACC network, they're basically on every game with some affiliation with, the, with ESPN. But for the past probably decade or so, nearly every game that Duke played was nationally televised. And so Zion Williamson goes there pretty much every game he's gonna, he's, uh, he uh, plays is on national TV, and he was very successful and very charismatic and, and appealing. And so his brand recognition went from you know, kind of a, a YouTube star because of his dunks to a national celebrity known by a single name. You don't even need to say Williamson. Everybody knows who Zion is. Uh, you can put it in a headline and no one says, hey, Zion who? And so he went and got a Nike deal after college worth, I think, $100 million. So the, the brand appeal of a Duke or a Kentucky or, let's say, a Ohio State, Michigan, uh, Alabama in football, that, that's there. And I, don't, and I think the athletes are smart enough to know uh, which colleges are the ones that will position them best in that regard. Yeah, and uh, but I'm just thinking if, if it gets to the point where they're able to make money on their likeness, and you talked about the scenario where a, a car dealer uh, says, uh, boy, I, this is my favorite school and my, my alma mater, and I'm going to have this kid do endorsements for my dealership, and I'm going to give him a car. And the NCAA now is saying that we're not going to allow schools to use that for recruitment, but Right. Uh, there'd be a lot of winking and nodding in that situation. It yeah, could okay. be, and that's what makes it complicated, and that's why they have to uh, to work it out in their legislative process. What will be allowed, what won't be allowed. You know, I think some of the things that are easy uh, for years, uh, it, it, like it, it, there was a young man named Delvon Rowe who played for Michigan State, uh, who a- aspired to be a professional actor uh, in addition to being a, I believe he was a, some sort of uh, theater arts major mm-hmm. at Michigan State. In, in, in addition to hoping to have a professional career, his basketball career was somewhat derailed by persistent injury, but he still desired to be an actor. Well, uh, during the time he was at Michigan State and under those roles, he couldn't do that. That's I mean, ridiculous. they wouldn't allow yeah. him. Yeah. And now that kind that that kind of thing isn't going to be the case anymore. They they won't stop that. If you have those kinds of opportunities, you'll be allowed to do it. So at least we get rid of that garbage. Uh, but when it comes to uh, the idea, and this was specific in the language uh, of their release as well, not only enticing you to come somewhere uh, as a recruit, but also enticing you to stay. They're not. They're, they said they don't want you to do that either. So. Uh, if you're a school, you can't say, "Hey, why go pro? You, you know, uh, we can get you another deal to, you know, to sell cars or sign autographs or whatever, and so you can still make money, and then, you know, and you can go pro when you're ready." They can't; they're not allowed to do that either. So it's it, it really is going to be a, a much more complicated matter than what the initial headlines that you're reading today suggest. And when you think about I was just thinking when you were talking about the, this actor, the, um, before I get to my next question, you know, if, if Doogie Hauser had been a basketball player, they wouldn't have allowed him to do brain surgery, you know, uh, uh, in between basketball games, right? 
Well, no, that's because that's more using your your uh, technical skill. Oh, okay. uh, you're, you were allowed to hold jobs, and for a while you weren't. Uh, but now you are, and but no one does because no one wants to, and they and they don't have to because, for the most part, uh, they get uh, uh, name, image, like I mean, excuse me, not, they get uh, uh, cost of attendance payments, and and those who are in under great need get Pell grants and that sort of thing. So not most of the athletes spend their off seasons going to school and working on their games, and, and so. Uh, you can you not not a lot of the athletes in basketball or football uh, get jobs because again it's you know it, it they can make money but they, they that takes them away from time that they'd prefer to spend training uh, or uh, quote unquote recovering uh, so uh, that I, I think that uh, that that part of it will will be a little bit less of a problem for the NCAA going forward. Uh, again, you know, there there are elements people thought, um, you know, that could you could you work your schools, uh, could you work some schools basketball camp uh, under your name if you're if you're a let's say you're a freshman All American who doesn't go pro, can you then go to some schools uh, basketball camp and get paid as a lecturer the way coaches can? I don't know what they'll do with that. Uh, can you hold your own basketball camp if you're a celebrity yeah. in your small town, say, uh, because of your a, a, Participation at, a, at, a, at an NCAA school? Can you do that? I think that's those are the kinds of things that will probably be doable, uh, but uh, again, still have to be worked out to what what's allowed through the NCAA. We're talking to Mark DeCourcy, who covers college sports for SportingNews.com, um, about this uh, story today that the NCAA Board of Governors voted unanimously to permit college athletes the opportunity to benefit from the use of their names, images, and likenesses. Now my question for you, Mike, and, and you've been you around this stuff all the time, and you've been covering uh, mostly college basketball, but college sports for a long time. How many of these kids, I don't know if you want to give me a percentage, uh, how many of these kids are going to be able to benefit from this? How many kids are going to actually see money in their pocket because of this? Well, I think a lot will benefit, but benefit enormously, I think, is a pretty small figure. And, and what, I, what I hope doesn't happen is that anybody uh, uh, winds up being punished by this. Uh, will non-revenue sports uh, be in any way compromised because of this? Uh, uh, I would rather that didn't happen. Uh, I, I hope it doesn't, but there, there are always unintended consequences to various NCAA rules and regulations and I hope that's not one. Uh, if you're the if you're the 60th player on an 85 player football team, I'm not sure that the benefit to you will be enormous. Uh but if you're a starter, there, there's probably something for in it for you and and if you're a, a basketball player where you're more recognizable, especially at the bigger schools, I mean, we've known for years like when when Kentucky's players before they all became, uh, you know, freshmen who went one and done, or most of them became freshmen who went one and done, uh, their senior players used to go on a barnstorming tour of the state after uh, after the season was over, and they'd get paid to play, and they'd sign autographs after the game, and the the people who loved their team would get to see their heroes. Uh, So I think that 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 shows that there's brand name recognition for those athletes that they can now capture – in some way, while they're active athletes, instead of once they've uh, spent up all their eligibility, um, the the NCAA is such a, a tangled bureaucracy as it, it is. is that. And and um, I don't think any I don't think anybody uh, maybe people that work there don't know what what's going on there, but it's just so hard to to um, make any sense of so much of what they do there. Um, is this? Is this going to be something that uh, maybe prevents them from having to uh, deal with lawsuits, but it's just going to be more of a pain than a uh, than a benefit to the to the NCAA in general, the people trying to run it and trying to maintain some kind of decorum and sense of uh, legitimacy. Well, what's interesting to me, John, the last time I talked to you. Um I brought up the idea that there was pending litigation that included this element. And one of the reasons why they hadn't moved on it before 
was that litigation. And the fact that in 2015, they passed the rule that allowed athletes for the first time ever to get full cost of attendance payments, uh, which meant that in addition to your tuition, room, board, books, and fees, you also got a, a payment relative to what was what was designed as the uh, federally recognized full cost of attending your particular school, travel, uh, meals, uh, that sort of thing, uh, things that were, were, were incidental to your education experience, but that still came up while you were going to school, you can now be covered for that. And when they did that, it was certainly the right thing to do, but it, they wound up uh, triggering something in, in, a, in a prior lawsuit that they ended up having to, to pay a, a fund uh, of over $200 million to athletes in the five or six years prior to when they finally passed that rule uh, that were covered by that lawsuit that was in existence. And when the NCAA appointed in 2006, excuse me, 2017 uh, a committee to look at their basketball operation because of the, uh, the federal corruption trials that had happened a year ago, the, 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 the introduction of that information in, 2000, in the fall of 2017, the indictments of of multiple people, including four assistant coaches, uh, they they did not address this issue and specified that the reason they didn't address it was because of pending litigation. And I was told by a source at the NCAA that it was because they were feared another big uh, retroactive payment uh, by the class that was covered by the existing suit. So I'm not sure what will become of this if they, you know, once they make it. Uh, uh, an NCAA rule that you can do this. I'm not sure what happens to that litigation and whether they again have to write another huge check. Yeah, I and I I, I have to keep going back to this, Mike. Uh, I I always look at because we have an NHL team here, and I know that Sidney Sidney Crosby gave a speech. I might even have mentioned this to you the last time we talked. Uh, Sidney Crosby gave a speech recently during the Penguins preseason. They were playing a game up in Quebec where he played his junior hockey. And he said, when I was 16 years old, I had to make a decision, play college hockey or play junior hockey. And I chose, I'm so glad I chose to play here. Uh, that's, a, that's a choice that a hockey player has and a baseball player has. Will there ever come a day when a football or basketball player has that choice? Well, you know, I think that that comes, that, that, that comes down more to the leagues. I mean, oh, yeah, absolutely. Likes. Yeah. And, and, yeah. People don't always understand that the, the reason the... the uh, the relationships are different was because in both of those sports, basketball, football, college basketball and college football's popularity far predated uh, the NFL and the NBA. Right. And, so, and that's why, uh, ultimately, at the end, both of those leagues were somewhat reticent to tread on the popularity of the other leagues for fear they damaged their own. And so uh, the NFL looks at it now that, uh, they've got a pretty good deal. Uh, they get their <laughs> athletes trained for them. It doesn't yeah. cost them anything. They get them promoted. The NBA's taken a little bit different approach, and, and I think that ultimately uh, you will be allowed to go directly from high school. I would say probably they, they, the NBA has said that they want to try to do this by 2022. Uh, it depends now also, though, on the Players Association because if they allow high school guys to come into the league – without being trained, they are going to lose jobs to players who can't help the teams. Mm-hmm. They're gonna, veterans are going to lose their jobs just because the guys are younger uh, to players who maybe aren't going to be better than they are. And that, the, the NBA veterans this time around might say, you know what, I'm not, I'm not super crazy about that. And I think that, that now that the league is saying that's what they wanted, the players' associations, some of the members are starting to say, maybe we don't want that so badly because uh, we want to keep our gigs longer. Well, it's all I got to go. I'm out of time, Mike. But that's all one of the nice benefits of having a monopoly that you can uh, be be the only major pro basketball league. I appreciate you being here, Mike. Thanks a lot. Oh, happy to do it, John. Always a pleasure. All right, that's Mike DeCorsi of the Sporting News, and we'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Without calling in an impeachment resolution, House Democrats released a text outlining proposed rules and public hearings in their continuing inquiry into President Trump. 
The House is expected to vote on the resolution Thursday as Democrats aim to nullify complaints from the president and congressional Republicans that the impeachment process thus far has been illegitimate and unfair. Senate Majority Leader McConnell says that he and other GOP lawmakers will review the House's language to see if it passes a test of fairness to the president. Correspondent George Bonzani. A federal judge on Tuesday blocked Alabama's near-total abortion ban from taking effect next month. U.S. District Judge Myron Thompson issued a preliminary injunction temporarily blocking Alabama from enforcing the law that would make performing an abortion a felony in almost all cases. On Wall Street, the down by 19 points, the Nasdaq dropped 49. This is SRN News. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. I was between jobs, and we had over $64,000 in credit card debt. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. Working with Trinity was extremely easy. They really guided us into the program and gave us hope. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, Reduce your interest and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. My advice to people in a similar situation is to pick up the phone and call and get out of debt. The freedom from that is priceless. Let Trinity help make it better. Don't feel that you have to suffer alone or try to figure out the answer. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. Larry Elder says education doesn't always equal informed. This is not about IQ. It's not about whether or not you've done well on your aptitude test. There are people that have a great deal of prestigious credentials, high IQs, high scores, who are absolutely either devoid of common sense or have bought into stuff that they've heard on television, have not bothered to research it themselves. The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 7 on AM 1250. The Answer. If you're worried about market volatility or the possibility of losing money in the next market crash, the time to act is now. Effective financial management involves identifying opportunities. And with a 10-year bull market run, markets around all-time highs, and a highly contested election cycle right around the corner, we have an opportunity now to protect what's important. Don't risk losing a significant portion of your life savings in the next market downturn. Call Hunt & Associates today, 844-366-HUNT. That's 844-366-4868. Community Bank. City Mission. Number One Cochrane. Highmark Stadium. Peters Township Community Center. Angelo's Restaurant. What do all these businesses have in common? Nello Construction. Design and build with one company. Nello Construction. Full service construction from the ground up. Renovation. Expansion. Nello Construction. The choice for business. See the projects. Begin the journey at NelloConstruction.com. Hey, Pittsburgh, this is Tun Shilkin for my good friends at Calusi Chevrolet. If you've been thinking about a new car, truck, or crossover, now is the time to visit the team at Calusi. They now have the new 2020 Chevy Equinox in stock. So with select bonus cash and price reductions below the MSRP, you could save over $4,200 on select Equinox models. Check them out at Calusi.com. Find new roads at Calusi Chevrolet. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Upon your passing, you wouldn't want a judge to decide who raises your children or how your estate gets divided. It is important to review your estate planning documents to ensure they protect what matters most. At Abernathy and Hagerman, we will work with you to establish an estate plan that nominates a guardian for your minor children and that your assets are used for your family's benefit. Judge for yourself. For legal help that lasts a lifetime, visit a-h.law. In traffic, we've got the answer. Watch out for delays on southbound 79, Noblestown Road, down to Bridgeville. We're also seeing some slowdowns on the Parkway north inbound, Reedsdale Street, down to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Parkway east, stacking up outbound, it's heavy Bates Street to Edgewood, Swissdale. Out on the Parkway west, Green Tree Road to the Fort Pitt Bridge is your delay there. Sinkhole Repair continues to shut down 10th Street downtown between Liberty Avenue and Penn Avenue. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. Pleasant this evening. We'll have increasing clouds later tonight. The low will be near 50. Then look for mainly gray skies tomorrow, but it'll be on the warm side again with temperatures approaching 70. Rain's on the way for tomorrow night with a low 58. 
More rain for Thursday, which could be heavy at times. There may even be some flooding issues to contend with. I will be 67. Heaviest rain could end up coming Thursday evening. With your Hacky Weather forecast, I'm meteorologist Frank Strike. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Well, it seems like we pick on millennials a lot around here. It's probably because we do. Uh, it's probably because they keep doing and saying stupid things. Latest example of the stupidity is in a poll conducted by the Victims of Communism Memorial Foundation. It's a poll of 2,100 millennials. I think there's some uh, Generation Z in there. But anyway, only 57% of them believe the Declaration of Independence better, quote, guarantees freedom and equality, unquote, over the Communist Manifesto. 70% of them say they're likely to vote socialist, which is scary. Well, maybe they should read Joe Sixpack's book. It's called Socialism Sucks, Your Money from Your Pocket. And Joe joins us now. Joe, thanks for being here. Thank you very much, John. So, Appreciate being here. So let's start with your name, Joe Sixpack. I'm, uh, I like that name. I'm guessing it's not your real one. Joe Sixpack is more a state of mind than it is an individual. Okay. And uh, he's just a working class guy. All right. And that's what you are? I'm sorry? And that, and that is what you are, a, a working class guy, just a guy? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm, you know, I'm working on, on moving up the ladder, but uh, that's where I started, and that's what I relate to. And, you know, the book is a very non-academic, pointedly non-academic read so that young people can read it without all the big words and, and fluff right. that, uh, you know, academians love to, you know, pump their chests up with. This is just calling a spade a spade. That's what it's really about and trying to get kids to think for themselves. So what is it about socialism that these young people think they like? Well, it's everything that the socialists feeding them and that they're being fed by their, I don't call them schools anymore, I call them government socialist indoctrination camps, um, that uh, everything needs to be fair. Um, they, they, they're entitled to something. They're entitled to nothing. They're entitled to the life that they were given, the cards they were dealt, you know, to put it in Humphrey Bogart kind of terms, and make the most of what you got. And, you know, they just they just think that uh, all this stuff is free. And that's how they're being kind of led on. Oh, you're going to get free this, you're going to get free that. You and me both know, everybody with a half a brain in their head knows nothing is free. Right. There's no free lunch. You have to work to better your situation. Unless you just want to be, you know, a clown that gets a government check every month and sit on your couch and play games and drink beer and smoke pot. Yeah. And there's more to life than that. Right. Well, uh, the, the thing that I still wonder about, though, is that where where did this... I know that they're, they're not getting... They're obviously not getting taught... Uh, not being taught the right things in school and maybe being uh, purposely taught the wrong things, but uh, I, I don't know about your parents, but my parents... The last thing that they wanted me to believe was that I was entitled to something without working for it. That I that I that I was that things should be free for me. So, which generation is it? My baby boomer generation, which I call the worst generation, by the way, is 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 that generation responsible for this? Uh, absolutely. What you just said strikes to the heart of this. Um, parents have abdicated their responsibility to educate their children. One of my favorite quotes in history is Mark Twain. I never let my schooling interfere with my education. <laughs> schooling is about learning ABCs and one, two, threes. Education is grandpa taking his grandson out into the woods for his first hunt. It's dad teaching his kids how to fix things, how to use their head and figure stuff out. And parents have largely abdicated that responsibility from the 60s going forward at an increasing pace. You're exactly right. I wonder why that is. I mean, um, being a, a, a product of that generation, um, I mean, there were a few uh, communists and socialists running around on college campuses, but nobody took them seriously. Um, and I, I guess we can thank Bernie Sanders for making that mainstream now, but still, uh, I don't know what happened to the... Because, uh, you, know, you know what, Joe? I mean, it's just kind of hard to blame... A bunch of 16, 17-year-old kids. As my dad used to say to yep. me when I would get in arguments with him, 
uh, he would let me argue when I was that age for about a minute and a half, and then he would say, just remember, you don't know anything about anything. <laughs> and he was right. So I, I, how can you, these, these are brains of mush. How can you blame them? No, you're, you're 110% correct. And these kids are being just spoon-fed this victimization mentality by the schools. The parents are, and it's, it's also a product of the whole political spectrum. I think we were having trouble with that. Since the 60s. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you're kind of fading out of me, too, a little bit, but I'm, I'm kind of working around it. Um, but I got the gist of what you're saying. Um, but, you know, the, 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 the real point is you have to bring it back to the home. And that's what the socialists are trying to destroy. That's why, um, divorce rates have gone up so much. That's why there's so much um, strife, why the politicians had to have us at each other's throats. Right. It's identity politics. Well, you know, um, whether it's black versus white, rich versus poor, fat versus skinny, straight versus gay, this versus that, it's all about that. And it's about tearing down our, and tearing apart the moral um, fiber of our society. What's really scary is that uh, uh, more scary than 70% saying they'll vote socialist is that a third of them consider communism favorable. Again, who uh, these kids just don't wake up one day and decide, I think I'll look into communism, see what communism is all about, and then after looking into it say, this seems like a good idea. How do, how do a third of these people have a favorable opinion of communism? Well, I think it's, I, if I'm not mistaken, uh, that poll was conducted of um, 100% uh, college students. So you have to think that, you know, first off, they're coming from a privileged background. Secondly, um, my parents didn't buy me anything. I went out and I cut lawns and I shoveled snow and I did yard work and I did that to buy a bike or buy a candy bar or whatever I wanted. These kids are growing up and they don't have to work. Everything is free. They're given everything for free from the outset. And so they come in that mentality and then think, well, now I went to college and I spent all the money. Now I'm entitled to get this stuff. Uh, and, um, and, you know, nobody's countering that. Yeah, and, and one in five millennials, according to this poll, think that society would be better off if all private property was abolished. <laughs> it's just, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. <laughs> yeah, it's it's beyond belief. I I, I just um, when I saw these numbers, one in five, you think, well, that, you know, one in five, but that's twenty. That's one in five. That means 20%. that means in a in a class of fifty college kids, ten of them think that the private property is a bad idea. Yeah, well, here, here's how I presented everything to my kids when they were growing up. I said, look. Okay, what, what, you know, the difference between uh, charity and welfare. I said, okay, let's say you work really hard at school and you do your homework and you get A's and you got some dope in your class and he's lazy and he doesn't do anything and he winds up with D minuses. Why don't we just both give you C's and everybody is, you know, that's fair. Are you going to be happy? You know, and they look like a storm cloud just passed over their heads. And it's that simple. But the thing is, the Democrats, the socialists, are very adept at appealing to young people, and the Republicans don't even, they don't even try. And so that's why I wrote this book, Socialism Sucks, to, to try to, you know, get young people to think for themselves a little bit, use some common sense. Not necessarily, you know, be conservative by any means. No, just think for yourself. Don't listen to your professors. Don't listen to your teachers. Don't listen to talking heads in the news media. Don't listen to any of them. Think for yourself. Who's profiting? The money's flowing, and you can figure out for yourself. Because when you use your brain even a little bit, you're pretty smart. But I think we lost them. We don't got... want them to think. They don't teach critical thinking. They only tell them what to think. Well, um, the name of the book is um, Socialism Sucks, Your Money from Your Pocket. And the author, Joe Sixpack, is uh, with us right now. We're having a little trouble with your connection, Joe. Um, I wonder if we could take a little break here and call you back, see if we get a better line. That would be absolutely fine. Okay, let's do that. We'll be right back.
living in a very successful, affluent society for many people. Yet, it's also true that there are people that are being left out of that. And how do we reach those people? Joel Gilliam, Executive Director at Light of Life Rescue Mission on Pittsburgh's North Side. So part of what Light of Life does is that we help them in our education and employment program to connect with workforce development, to look at the skill gap that exists. And so we're partnering with places like the community college. We're taking our clients, once they are clean and they are ready to move on, now they can actually get credentialed in an area where they can be hired to work with uh, UPMC or Google or, or Amazon or these other places. And so it provides an on-ramp for those who are left out to get back involved in society. Help someone else find their comeback story. To become a monthly partner or make a one-time gift, visit lightoflife.org slash give today. lightoflife.org slash give. Are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Posting your job in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all the top job sites. And now you can. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll in to ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Quickly screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 400,000 businesses. And right now, listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash America. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash America. One more time. To try it for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash America. Hi, this is Rhett Rasmussen of BestHotGrill.com. Not only do we have great grills, but also the best hot patio heaters. We are the nationwide distributor for Bromic Radiant Patio Heaters, the very best patio heater that you can get. The Bromic heaters use the same radiant burner technology as our Solaire Infrared Grills, so they heat up fast and keep you warm so you can enjoy your backyard grill and outdoor living spaces into the night and all year round. Bromic heaters have stylish contemporary designs that fit perfectly in backyard and restaurant patios. We have gas and electric models to suit most installation needs and a portable gas heater that directs the heat where you want it, not the bushes and walls like the mushroom heaters. For top quality performance and aesthetics, you want Bromic Radiant Patio Heaters and Solaire Infrared Grills. Learn about these amazing grills and heaters at besthotgrill.com that's besthotgrill.com, besthotgrill.com. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free. If you have a rodent or pest problem at your home or business, don't spray harmful toxic chemicals. Use Plug-In Pest Free, the electromagnetic pest control device that uses your wiring to get rid of pests fast. Just plug it in. One customer had a warehouse with a rat problem. He was catching over 20 rats a day. He called pest controllers, but nothing solved the problem. Then I came along. My plug-in pest-free commercial system got rid of the rats and since then he's seen maybe three in the last 12 months. Plug-in pest-free is not a sonic device. It's chemical-free and gets rid of pests safely and effectively for years. It comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a two-year warranty. Now that's fair income. Order today and get 20% off at gopestfree.com promo code radio20. That's gopestfree.com promo code radio20. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget with Plug In Pest Free. You're listening to the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Back with Joe Sixpack, and the book is Socialism Sucks Your Money from Your Pocket. Joe, um, We've already had a socialist get millions of votes uh, in a Democratic primary uh, three years ago, and uh, that would be Bernie Sanders. And he may have been robbed. Uh, You could say, I think you could make a pretty good case, that he should have been the Democrat nominee. Uh, That's a lot of people voting for a socialist. It's pretty scary, isn't it? It is. Um, But, you know, the thing that kind of lifts my heart is that you could take anybody that the socialists slash Democrats want to put up against Trump in next year's election. (laughs) I mean, it's going to be a clown show. Can you imagine any one of those people up on stage with Trump? No. They would be absolutely eviscerated. I can imagine him, but I can't imagine him beating him. He's going to, that's what I mean, he's going to win in a landslide unless they they can pull somebody 
uh, out of somewhere, not named Hillary Clinton, uh, who's not one of the people up there now. I don't know who. I, I just don't. I, I I don't know how anybody could vote for any. I don't know how anybody could vote for him, much less you know a, a country's worth of people to get him elected president. Of course. I mean, the results of the last election speak for themselves. And this guy's been on fire uh, ever since. And even though the, you know, the talking heads, media, the socialists that he, you know, smacks down, I love the dismissiveness with which he treats the, the press. It's just, it's something we've never seen before. And it's something I've been waiting for. I've been, you know, for 15 years, I've been saying we need a businessman, straight talker to be up there. You know, if not him, then Jack Welch, somebody. Right. And we finally got it, and the results speak for themselves. It's absolutely amazing. Well, that, that's what that's what uh, that's the reason he's being impeached. As I said at the beginning right. of the show, before you came on, that uh, they hate him because he's not one of them. He's not. He's not. He, he doesn't drink, so he doesn't. He doesn't. He wasn't a regular at their bipartisan uh, cocktail parties in Washington yep. D.C., where they all hang out together after they rip each other on CNN and Fox. They all hang together. Uh, they yep. they can't believe that somebody from the outside came in, called them swamp creatures, and then beat them. I couldn't agree more. That's a, that is precisely correct. And and my thing is, and I know that you're the same mind, just from what you just said right there. I don't distinguish between Democrats and Republicans. They're all politicians. Mm-hmm. They're all up there. They have their own self interest. They go to law school. This country was founded by businessmen, not by lawyers. And now everybody goes up there to get rich. Every single one of them. They they when the cameras are rolling, they sit there and they play. You know, they play their dog and pony show for our sake, and then they glad hand each other and go out to dinner together and have drinks. And Donald Trump, that's why three quarters of the Republican Party doesn't like this guy either. He's not beholden to anybody. All the rest of them do what both sides accuse the other side of doing is drinking the Kool-Aid. He's not beholden. He is self-financed. And that's what this country is all about. And, and he decided early on that he doesn't care what the media says say about him, and, and uh, he actually thrives on their uh, hatred. Um, so i, I got to ask you, though, yes. the, the, the book is, uh, you say he wrote it for young people, but how are you going to get yes. young people to read it? I mean, you're here on this show, but I don't have a lot of 19-year-olds listening, I don't think. No, and the idea was not that young people are, like, I think young people are going to buy this book. No. The idea is that guys our age are going to go out and, you know, buy four or five copies for 10 bucks a pop and hand it to our kids and our mm, grandkids okay. and our nieces and nephews and say, you know what, meathead, read this and think about it just a little bit. And, you know, that, that kind of goes back or to another point that I that I make a lot about the Dems are good at getting the kids, the Republicans are bad at getting the kids. Why don't they? I mean, it's as simple as put up a, a split screen meme where you have on one side a well dressed guy with a hunting rifle standing in front of a Hummer, an ATV, a boat, <laughs> and have the other side be like a, a Occupy Wall Street clown with a tattoos on his face and metal on his face and say, who would you rather be? I mean, it's that simple. Yeah. But they don't do it. Well, the other thing, and a, Joe, is that um, you, you, you have to kind of bank on people, you know, when they're 30 years old, wising up a little bit. That, that, I mean, the stuff yeah. that makes sense to them when they're 21, uh, you know, a lot of people think a lot of stupid things at that age. And I did, and you did probably too. Yeah, yeah. But you know, Church, Church I thought Hill, it was I good looking. It, was, it summed it up to death. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Churchill who said, um, "If you're not a liberal at twenty, you don't have a heart, and if you're not a conservative at forty, you don't have a brain." Right. And that's really what it comes down to. Yeah, but you wonder. See that that I I agree with that. But as I said, uh, Bernie Sanders got a lot of votes, and they weren't all twenty-year-olds. Uh, no, but there are a lot of the summer 68ers. I mean, you got to think, a lot of those guys were out there in 68 doing their flower power spiel. Yeah. They're now wielding the, the levers of power. So you got a lot of them in right now. And I'll give, I, I, the one thing I will give Bernie credit for is that he's the first one who said it out loud. Four years ago, if I had called anybody a socialist, 
I would have been laughed out of the room by both the left and the right. Yep. He's the first guy that owned it. And I, I give him credit for that because um, Hillary, who was a Marxist, um, Obama, the same. They Even people called uh, Obama a socialist. And he laughed at them like, oh, how could you think? Yeah, right. They were. You know, it's that projection thing. And, you know, they, they think that projection is far more, far less transparent than it really is. I mean, common sense guys like us just look at it when you see what's going on. But, you know, but that just shows you how far everything has shifted to the left. And I give Bernie kudos. He's the first one that actually said that. And now all of them are walking around like peacocks. Yeah, I'm a proud socialist. Well, I, one, thing, one thing that I have confidence in, unless they're lying to me, I have uh, six grandkids who are teenagers, and there ain't one of them who's a socialist. So uh, I, I don't even know if they know what a socialist is, but I know that they don't want to be one. You know, so well, then you raise your kids right. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> hey, <laughs> you did. Hey, Joe, good luck with the book. Uh, Joe Sixpack, the book is Socialism Sucks, Your Money from Your Pocket. Thanks for joining us. Thanks very much for having me. I appreciate it. Okay, and good luck, and thanks a lot. we got about uh, a minute left here. I, I just want to mention here, we're going to get a little sports note in here. Uh, I mentioned the other night, last night, I think, about the World Series and the, the ratings being in the toilet. Um, and I, I enjoy it because I, I think Major League Baseball is a joke, and I hate what Major League Baseball did to Pittsburgh and the Pirates with their stupid economic system. So I'm enjoying this. Um, game five, uh, terrible ratings, a little bit better than game four, but the worst ratings in the history of the World Series so far for the Astros and the uh, and the Nationals. And, of course, I have a rooting interest now because of what happened in Washington the other night. I hope the Nationals lose tonight big. So all those pundits who claim to be big baseball fans and Nationals fans are feeling bad tonight. Let's hope the Astros win. I won't watch one pitch. See you tomorrow. The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group.